the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Mike Gallagher Show. So everything on the table, there's basically only one other thing. The presidency. Is that something you would do outside the Democratic Party? The only thing I can tell you is what I will do is whatever I can when I make my decision, what I think is the best that I can support and represent the people of West Virginia, but also be true to this country and the constitution of this country. That sounds like something, somebody that's looking for a way into national politics. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. That was Joe Manchin with Chuck Todd on Meet the Press. Everybody looks like they're going to run for president in 2024. We're going to have some fun next year, aren't we? You're not going to want to miss a minute of the Mike Gallagher Show here on the Salem News Channel, on radio stations all over the country. You're not going to want to miss the podcasts with lots of exclusive content. Uh, great conversation with Sarah Carter, a very in-depth conversation about her work at the border. She's a great investigative journalist, her work on the fentanyl epidemic in America. Check it out. Go to MikeGPodcasts.com or go to the Salem Podcast Network, SalemPodcastNetwork.com, and check out my exclusive conversation with Sarah Carter. This week we're talking to Mike Pompeo, Congressman Jim Jordan, some great one-on-one, in-depth conversations. One thing about the, the Daily Show, we have some time parameters that we always have to adhere to. You don't have that on the podcast. And you could also take the show with you 24-7. Uh, so subscribe to the uh, Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Get the Mike Gallagher Backstage Pass to give you backstage access to a lot of exclusive content that you wouldn't ordinarily have. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast wherever your podcasts are available. Portions of our show are brought to you by Fellowship Home Loans. Call 800-510-MIKE or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. There's scary news. He's back. Guess who's been invited back to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter? (laughs) Yep, Donald Trump has been uh, given the green light. I'm sitting here wondering, why now? Why is Meta and Twitter and all these big social media giants, why are they all saying, oh, come on back now, Mr. Trump, the water's fine. Come on back in, sir. This is, I don't, you know, I've got friends who say this is a win. I'm not so sure. I'm not so certain. I mean, it's great for Trump, I guess. He's going to have a headache with Truth Social, because I don't know how he navigates that. This is a very interesting dilemma. President Trump spearheaded Truth Social, and Truth Social is a great place. It's a great site, lots of like-minded conservatives. Uh, They have an ability on Truth Social to kind of, I think, squeeze out the trolls and the the goofballs and the the bottom feeders who, who, who wind up on there. It's not like 
It's not like Twitter where every, every, everything goes, everybody's on, a lot of viciousness, a lot of contentiousness. There's something nice about Truth Social that it makes it a more comfortable place, at least for like-minded conservatives, to hang out. And President Trump has a business interest, a substantial business interest, in Truth Social. He's not supposed to go on Twitter. That's why he hasn't tweeted yet, apparently. He was invited back and he was reinstated weeks ago, many weeks ago, months ago. When was it, Derek? I mean, it was, it's been, been a while ago, right, Yuri? I, I think it was at least a month ago, wasn't it? He hasn't tweeted a single thing. Well, it's because he has said he wants to stay true to Truth Social. He wants to stay loyal to Truth Social. Not only does he want to be loyal to Truth Social, I think He's obligated to because of his contractual restrictions. So now along comes Nick Clegg, the, the, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, Meta, Meta's president for global affairs, announces that Trump's accounts will be reinstated in the coming weeks. Of course, that doesn't go over well with the loony left, Check out Shifty Schiff, Adam Schiff, who's whining and crying about losing his committee chairmanship. He was on with Joy Reid last night on MSNBC, whining about Trump coming back to Facebook. I think Facebook's decision to reinstate uh, Donald Trump uh, is inexplicable. Uh, It represents, in my view, a total caving in and copping out. Uh, The only motive I can see is a profit motive here. Uh, If you look at what Donald Trump has been posting on his own social media platform, all of that violates Facebook's policies. Uh, He's continuing to give aid and comfort to those who committed acts of insurrection. He's continuing to to spread the big lie. Uh, And the idea that somehow he would not do that on Facebook when he's doing it on his own platform, uh, to me, um, is is a tragic decision by a company that's putting its profit above the public interest. Now, of course he wouldn't like it, and he thinks it's a profit motive, It's also maybe a profit motive for the Trump for President campaign because Trump has historically done a lot of fundraising on Facebook and he has typically loved, you know, prior to all this hitting the fan with January 6th, he's always loved the Facebook platform. So what does he do? What does he do? Where does he go? Here's a text message on the MyPillow text line from Michigan. I hope Trump doesn't join any of them. They only want him on there so they can bash him for telling the truth because he puts out mean tweets, so he needs to stay off of them and laugh at everybody else and stick to truth social. The argument against that, though, is that he reaches many, many, many more millions of people through Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. So where do, where are you with this? I mean... A lot of people are, are pushing back against the idea of Trump going back. A text from Alaska, returning to those platforms will send the message that those platforms can abuse their discretion and get away with it. I mean, let's just look at this big picture for a minute. What changed now? After two years of being banned, what has Trump done that would warrant his return to those platforms has he apologized for anything and and incidentally you know me i'm i'm a trump supporter i'm not saying he should i'm saying from their standpoint what has changed 
He hasn't backed off of anything he said. He doesn't back down off of his belief that the election was stolen from him. He hasn't backed down over his insistence that he did nothing wrong on January 6th. What what changed? Why would Facebook, why would Instagram, why would Twitter suddenly want him to return to those platforms? I smell a rat. And I can guarantee you they're setting him up again. I think they're going to set him up and, and, and pull the rug out from under him right in the thick of the presidential campaign. It's going to happen all over again. It'll be like Charlie Brown with the football. Lucy's holding the football, and she's going to pull it away as Charlie Brown comes down to uh, to to kick the to kick a field goal. I mean, here's a text from South Carolina. All he has to do is go on Twitter and Facebook, make a statement, and point everybody to his Truth Social site. But here's somebody in Florida. Trump should go for it. He should go back. How do you see it? 1-800-655-MIKE. One open line. Tell me if you think that, that President Trump should accept the invitation by these diabolical big tech companies <laughs> to go back. Should he return to Twitter? Should he return to Facebook and Instagram? Or do you like Truth Social? You think he ought to stay there and just stand pat? 800-655-MIKE. Press 1 to come on air. 2 to leave a voicemail. Or text us your comments on the MyPillow text line, which is also 800-655-6453. We'll get your reaction to that and a whole lot more coming up here in the ReliefFactor.com studios. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable exclusively on the Salem News Channel. Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code MikeG or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G, or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G.
Mike Gallagher. Hey, Mike. I think Trump should go back on Twitter and um, Facebook. I think he should actually tease them with a spot, basically telling him and the, or telling the country what he wants to do, and then not giving the full answer, but leading them to truth social. Hi, Mike. Trump should definitely not go back. I think you're right. They're using it to set him up. Anything he says, they're going to use it against him. Thanks. Here's a text message on the MyPillow text line from Jack in St. Petersburg, Florida. Mike, I believe Trump should use all three, Twitter, Facebook, and Truth Social, to get his message out with the caveat that he stays on message. It's an, it's an interesting issue and one that we're going to continue to, to, to stay on top of, get your feedback. Speaking of staying on message, man, am I thrilled with ConsumersResearch.org and the work they're doing. Portions of our show are brought to you by Consumers Research. Um, it's a nonprofit established in 1929. Um, and Will Hild is the uh, executive director of Consumers Research, and he joins us to talk a little bit about your ability to get involved and, and push back against some of this nonsense like, uh, like ESG and Consumers Research is doing great work in, in raising awareness and getting people involved. Will, great having you on the Mike Gallagher Show. How are you, sir? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. A lot of people don't know about this. They've read about ESG. They've kind of heard about it. It's kind of in the background. What does? Let's get right to what ESG stands for and how and why ESG came into being. Certainly. Well, ESG stands for Environmental Social Governance. And it's billed by its proponents as just another type of investing strategy. So something like, you know, value investing that you've, you know, Warren Buffett is famous for, or momentum investing, or technicals, looking at technicals. But what it really is, is a stalking horse for far left progressives to shoehorn their politics into the corporate boardroom. And so what they do is they take public dollars that are being managed by companies like BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard, but BlackRock being the worst uh, and the largest. And they use that money to force things like net zero carbon emissions targets onto companies like Exxon, for example. And this raises the costs of everything from the grocery store to the gas pump for American consumers. It is a huge burden on American consumers, and it is going to reduce the shareholder returns for these pension funds. So the whole thing is a scam. Um, and we, what we really need to do is to be is to be pushing back on it because you know it's this sort of world economic forum type agenda that we've seen where we're all gonna you know meat is gonna be a treat and we're barely gonna get to drive our cars. This is being driven by this ESG strategy. Well, let's uh, yeah, I got to share a personal story. I was invited a year or so ago to to MC uh, some event with a bunch of investors and share. It was this huge you know, uh, investment firms and they're all, and they gave me a list of questions and it was all, a lot of it was about ESG and it was, it was legitimizing ESG. And I thought I am down the rabbit hole here. I'm supposed to ask these questions and, and they're all like nodding their head, like, Oh, ESGs. And these were big, heavy hitters. I mean, there were, there were CEOs from big companies and, and their attitude is sort of, we're, we got to play in this sandbox, whether we like it or not. Uh, do you find that? Are you, are you encountering as sort of the uh, the path of least resistance by a lot of these decision makers in these big Fortune 500 companies? That's exactly right, because the problem is that even though 
these asset managers are managing other people's money. In, in, in other words, it's, it's pension holders, it's uh, university endowments. When they go and meet with corporate leaders, you know, boards of directors, CEOs, COOs, they represent large portions of these companies' shares. So they have to worry that their largest shareholder is upset about something, whether yeah. they like it or not, whether it's good for business or not, they have to play ball. And this, by the way, I know your viewers care a lot about this trend of quote unquote woke capitalism. Why is yep. suddenly every corporation, you know, getting involved with BLM or pushing diversity, equity and inclusion nonsense or, you know, even in 2021, you know, getting involved in fights over election uh, uh, legislation in states. ESG is is the reason for that because they have to answer to people like Larry Fink at BlackRock. And just take Exxon as a concrete example. Two years ago, he helped elect three radical environmentalists to the board of that company to push them out of the oil and gas industry and into uh, unreliable, unaffordable, quote unquote, green technologies. So right. if you take an example like that, all of these corporate leaders see that. And they see Larry pushing you know, crazies onto the boards of directors of these companies. And they know that could be them next if they don't play ball. And Larry's been vocal about this. He spoke yeah. in an interview publicly in 2017 with the New York Times that he uh, that, that he believes behaviors have to be forced to change. And BlackRock, they are forcing behaviors. And he was talking in terms of corporate governance. So and, and, and literally race and sex uh, quotas on on boards of directors. So it, this is not a, a this explains a lot of why we've seen these corporations going well, because you look at it and go, this isn't this doesn't help their bottom line. This doesn't endear them to their customers. In fact, it's the opposite. It ticks people off and pushes of people away. Well, the reason is Larry Fink and BlackRock and other asset managers like that. Well, this is why consumers research is playing such a big role in getting people aware and, and getting involved. Will Hild is our guest. He's the executive director of consumers research. And I've been giving this website a lot, consumersresearch.org. Can you, can you walk through in a minute or so what, uh, what people can do and why th th their voice and their role is so crucial in this battle, Will? Absolutely. Well, the main thing people can do is they need to make sure that their state's assets are not being used against their own interests. So there are two pieces of, of legislation that are moving through in a lot of different states. One is based on what happened in Texas. This basically says that if, uh, if a company is actively discriminating against an industry like fossil fuels, then the state is going to stop doing business with them. So right. making sure to contact your representatives and make sure that you, you, wanna, you want them to know uh, that they need to get the state's assets out of the hands of BlackRock and other people that would wish you harm, that's number one. And number two is supporting your, your governors and your AGs as they push back on the ESG battle. The AGs yep. have become a very active community. There's ongoing investigations for antitrust and for coercive investment practices yep. going on against these companies. But they need to hear from you. They need to know that they have your support because it's a very wonky issue. I'm not blind to that. This is very detailed. And this isn't the kind of thing that gets most people headlines. But they that's need right. to know that the average person cares about what they're doing. And that's why you need the tools to go to consumersresearch.org. You'll get the tools. Will Hild, I'm grateful for the work you guys are doing. Thanks for your support of the show, and I'm so happy to support you. Consumersresearch.org to learn more. Keep fighting the good fight, Will. Thank you so much. It's great being on. 
COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, a church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do all the work and then take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org today because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. Donald Trump giving the green light to return to Facebook and Instagram. His accounts will be restored in the coming weeks. Facebook's decision to reinstate uh, Donald Trump uh, is inexplicable. The only motive I can see is a profit motive here. I think he'll regret giving all three of us more time on our hands. Today's Democrat Party for some time has been in bed with communist China, but Swalwell took that to a whole different level. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Eric Swalwell, Fang Fang, Ilhan Omar whining she's being stripped of her committee position. Oh, these guys are very unhappy. It's a dark day in Democrat land. Kevin McCarthy is kicking Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell Swalwell off committee chair. Uh, It's hysterical to watch these guys whine. I'm going to play for you the wackiest clip you'll hear all day. I want you to picture Ilhan Omar as radical as they come. This is one of the looniest, most extremist members of Congress, the, you know, the gentle congresswoman Ilhan Omar complaining about being removed from their committees. Kevin McCarthy's purely partisan move to strip us from our committee is not only a political stunt, but also a blow to the integrity of our democratic institution and threat to our national security. A th- it's a threat to our national security to get you off of a committee? No, Congresswoman Omar... You mean to tell me Kevin McCarthy functioned as a partisan? No. No, they can't do that. The Republicans aren't allowed to function and and perform a partisan act. Only you guys get to be partisans. Only you guys get to target the 45th president of the United States relentlessly and come up with bogus, goofy conspiracy theories about him colluding with the Russians and 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 the P tape, and the and the the steel dossier. Only you guys get to do that. Republicans can't play ball that way. You need to get everything you want, Ilhan Omar. 
Kevin McCarthy needs to to bow and scrape at 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 for you, right? That's the way that works, isn't it? These people are unbelievable. Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell are actually appearing on on all the liberal networks side by side. I, I mean, it's so funny. It looks like a hostage video. The two of them are standing there. Shoulder to shoulder, go running over to MSNBC and whining to them and whining and complaining and sort of threatening Kevin McCarthy. Listen to Swalwell yesterday. Even though we have said publicly these smears are bringing death threats, he continues to do it, which makes us believe that there's an intent behind it. But we will not be quiet. We're not going away. I think he'll regret giving all three of us more time on our hands. But at the end of the day, our mission now is to restore the credibility and integrity of this institution of which the speaker has so gravely, so gravely smashed and destroyed. Gravely. He sounds like he's going to cry. Gravely. Did you check with Fang Fang before you gave that speech? Has Fang Fang given you any talking points? Congressman Swalwell? (laughs) Unreal. (laughs) I mean, Guys, they have no self-awareness. How could they be this obtuse? You can't be this dumb. Here's Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff, you know, there's a lot of buzz about Trump being invited back to Facebook, and they're all upset about that, too. Well, apparently Adam Schiff says, hold my beer. I'm going back to TikTok. He has a, or, or, or I'm launching on TikTok. Now, TikTok, that's ironic, because they're trying to ban TikTok. The United States wants to ban TikTok because the Chinese are spying on us through TikTok. Colleges, government offices are banning TikTok. But Adam Schiff says, no, 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 no. I'm going to go to TikTok because that's where I'll complain about Kevin McCarthy. Hello, I'm Congressman Adam Schiff with some troubling news. Today, Kevin McCarthy removed me from the House Intelligence Committee all for doing my job, for holding Trump accountable and standing up to the extreme MAGA Republicans. We knew it would be bad when the Republicans took over, but it's far worse than we expected. But I can promise you this, this is not the end of my fight for our democracy. This is just the beginning. Please join us and contribute today. Thank you. Then contribute. I want I want to fundraise off being kicked be, over being kicked off the intelligence committee. This is flat out a skit from Saturday Night Live. That is that is flat out a comedy skit. Adam, that cannot be real. That can't possibly be real. That 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 he's sitting there on TikTok of all places begging for money because it's so bad that he got kicked off the intelligence committee. We knew it would be bad. We didn't think it'd be this bad. We didn't think I'd get kicked off the Intelligence Committee. Here was Senator Ted Cruz last night on Fox News Channel uh, with, uh, I think, Jesse Waters pointing out why Eric Swalwell is uh, problematic. Swalwell, you know... Today's Democrat Party for some time has been in bed with communist China. 
But Swalwell took that to a whole different level. He was literally in bed with Fang Fang, jeopardizing America's national security. And, 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 and that kind of cavalier attitude, well, that, that, that has very real consequences. So I'm glad to see that, that leadership in the House of the new Republican majority is standing up, standing up and fighting. I think the leadership fight that we had in the House was very beneficial for helping ensure the majority actually stands up and fights. I, I, you can't, you cannot make this up. The guy that was sleeping with Fang Fang is whining about being kicked off the intelligence. These people are nuts. Can you imagine their righteous indignation over a completely legitimate effort to purge something as important as the intelligence committee after everything shifted? Hey, Schiff, you promised evidence that showed Trump was colluding with Russia. Where's the evidence? I, I, these people are infuriating. And meanwhile, while Ship is whining about not about being kicked off the intelligence committee, he, he continues his whine tour by bitching and moaning over the fact that Facebook now wants Trump back on Facebook. I think Facebook's decision to reinstate uh, Donald Trump uh, is inexplicable. Uh, It represents, in my view, a total caving in and copping out. Uh, The only motive I can see is a profit motive here. Uh, If you look at what Donald Trump has been posting on his own social media platform, all of that violates Facebook's policies. Uh, He's continuing to give aid and comfort to those who committed acts of insurrection. He's continuing to to spread the big lie. Uh, And the idea that somehow he would not do that on Facebook when he's doing it on his own platform, uh, to me, um, is is a tragic decision by a company that's putting its profit above the public interest. Now, I will say this about something Schiff said, and he, and he, he actually is right in one aspect. What has changed in the last two years? Why does Facebook come along, Meta, you know, the parent company, why does Meta come along and say, oh, now it's time to invite Trump back? After two years in the wilderness, after two years of exile, now we'll bring President Trump back to Facebook and Twitter and and, uh, Instagram, rather. Why? What's different? Did Trump apologize for some of the stuff that got him kicked off in the first place, supposedly? Has he changed his tune on anything? Has he promised to play by their rules? What's he done? I can answer that for you. Nothing. Nothing's different. Nothing changed. And if he's being invited back, then clearly he shouldn't have been kicked off in the first place. We all know he shouldn't have been kicked off of these platforms in the first place. And this is complete vindication. Twitter invited him back in November. Now Facebook and Instagram, just in time for his presidential run. If you hate Trump, you got to hate this. If you're not a fan of Donald Trump, it must make you crazy to know that they're willing to have him back. But before you get too excited about Trump's triumphant return, I think there's a nefarious agenda going on here. I don't trust them at all. You think they're trying to do this out of the goodness of their heart? You think Facebook has just decided, oh, shucks, we were wrong. We shouldn't have kicked him off. We want him back now because we want we want to assist Donald Trump as he's running for president. Nope. There's a plan here. There is something dirty. There is something sketchy. 
and they are setting him up, and it's a big mistake. Um, I hope he doesn't go back to any of them. I get that he'd have more reach, and I appreciate he'd be able to fundraise, but I don't think this will turn out well for Donald Trump. Let's see if you agree with me or not. Our number is 800-655-MIKE as we welcome you aboard for a Thursday, January 26th episode of the Mike Gallagher Show. Final Thursday in January. Boy, already the year is off to a uh, a roaring start. 2023, we're ready for you. 800-655-MIKE. You agree with me? There's something up here, and you shouldn't trust Facebook or Meta or Twitter. Um, and believe me, Trump will outsmart all of them. He's got, he's going to do what's in his own best self-interest. He's going to do what's right for him. And he's no fool. He's not going to, he's not going to, uh, to take the bait. I smell a rat on this. This thing stinks to high heaven. Well, let's see if you agree or not. 800-655-MIKE. Hope you join us. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable exclusively on the Salem News Channel. Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. Donald Trump giving the green light to return to Facebook and Instagram. His accounts will be restored in the coming weeks. Facebook's decision to reinstate uh, Donald Trump uh, is inexplicable. The only motive I can see is a profit motive here. I think he'll regret giving all three of us more time on our hands. Today's Democrat Party for some time has been in bed with communist China, but Swalwell took that to a whole different level. <laughs> Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Well, this is breaking news. If there ever was breaking news, Adam Schiff is going to run for Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat in California. I know that has changed your day. I, I, right, I can just envision people driving their cars off the road all over America listening to this announcement that Adam Schiff is running for the U.S. Senate seat next year. Boy, 2024 is going to be so much fun. You're going to need this show. (laughs) We're 
We're going to need each other. I can't even begin. I'm trying to predict what 2024 is going to look like. Just the Republican primary is going to be an absolute, you know, crap storm. My gosh, is is yesterday we talked to uh, Mike Pompeo. Is it going to be Mike Pompeo? Is it going to be, is Trump going to go, you know, continue his candidacy? Is Mike Pence going to challenge Trump? Is Ron DeSantis going to run? Is Nikki Haley going to run? Is Marjorie Taylor Greene going to be Trump's vice presidential running mate? How about Carrie Lake? Maybe she's in the mix. I'll bet it'll be a woman. I'll bet Trump's VP is going to be a, a woman. It's just going to be a wild ride. And I consider myself so fortunate, so blessed, so privileged, so lucky to be able to come into this studio every day and uh, and try to work it all out with you. You and me fighting the good fight. Um, we're going to we're going to do something pretty cool together later this year in the fall. We're t- we're going to take a trip to Israel. I've been getting so many questions about the Israel tour. People have questions, and I hope to have some answers. I'm going to do something a little unusual. I've never done this before. I think we ought to do this more often. I'm. You know how there's a lot of people online have an Ask Me Anything segment? A lot of other shows do this, too. Ask Me Anything. And I want you to ask me anything about our Stand With Israel tour. At the bottom of the hour, I'm going to open up our phone lines. And if you've got questions, if you're thinking about joining Dennis Prager and me in Israel October 25th through November the 3rd, and you want to join, you're thinking about joining us, but you're not sure and you have a bunch of questions, and you, I want to invite you to call me. Now, we're not going to do this till, you know, till the bottom of the hour, but I'm going to give you my number, 800-655-MIKE, and if you have any questions about our Stand With Israel journey, I want you to call me, and I'll do my best to answer any question you might have. Because people are asking questions. We're trying to email people back. I've gotten a bunch of text messages about it. Hey, Mike, I want to go. Is there a vaccine requirement? What are we going to do here? How does this work? Where do we go? What? Any question you have about our Stand With Israel tour, in a half hour, I'm going to open up our phone lines and have you call, and, and I'll try to answer any question you might have. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know how to begin to react to the news that Adam Schiff is entering the the California Senate race. I also don't know where to begin with the news that Facebook wants Trump back. Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, is now, of course, facing criticism for their decision to allow Trump back on their platforms. Well, I guess so. How could you not be critical? What changed? Why now? And the reason I'm critical of it is I don't trust him. I smell a rat. I smell a a scheme. They are setting him up. And one of the worst things that could happen is they do it all over again. Oh, come on back. He starts posting on Facebook and Instagram. And then as we get into the thick of the presidential race, they suspend him again. And poof, there he goes. The, uh, the the official statement from Meta, 
the parent company of Facebook, is Americans should be able to hear from the people who want to lead the country. We don't want to stand in the way. Well, why did you? Why did you kick him off in the first place? It was absolutely reprehensible. And, of course, all kinds of people on the left are critical of the decision, but the ACLU is defending the move as the right decision. Um, ACLU director Anthony Romero said that allowing Trump back on Facebook was the right call. He said the biggest social media companies are central actors when it comes to our collective ability to speak and hear the speech of others online. They should err on the side of allowing a wide range of political speech even when it offends. Oh, okay, where were you two years ago? Where were you when, I mean, watching the 45th president of the United States get deplatformed should have been a heck of a wake-up call to the American people. And I, I absolutely, absolutely would caution anybody against getting too excited over Trump's return. And I mean, first of all, he's got some contractual issues. He's got a, his own social media company, Truth Social. And according to published reports, the agreement that he has in place restricts how he's allowed to post on un, any other accounts. Yuri on my team pointed out it's essentially six hours. Trump is generally obligated to make any social media post on Truth Social first, and he cannot make the same post on another social media site for six hours. Thereafter, he is free to post on any site to which he has access. Well, that's simple. All he has to do is post on Truth Social, then go six hours later to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, wherever he wants to go, and uh, and he can promote the heck out of Truth Social on the other platforms. I wonder if that's going to be a suspendable offense. I wonder if the uh, the tech giants will suspend him for promoting Truth Social. I mean, they'll make it up as they go. They're not going to sit around and they're not going to and they're not doing this out of the goodness of their heart. You think they're doing this to help Trump? You think they want to assist him? You think they're just being you know, gracious? Oh yeah, we want to we want to give him a uh, a platform. Everybody anybody who runs for president should be heard. Ugh, baloney. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. My advice not that he's listening or that he cares, but if he were to listen to me, stay away from him. Avoid it like the plague. 800-655-MIKE. We'll see if you agree with me or not. 800-655-6453. Portions of our show are brought to you by MyPillow. I, I, you know, it's still wintertime throughout much of the country. Even though I live in Florida, I keep the A.C. real high, and I like to snuggle up under a nice warm blanket. This down this goose down blanket that Mike Lindell has come up with at my pillow is astounding. Five hundred fill power, ninety percent goose down, ten percent semi down. You see, most competitors in this space they use duck down or down alternatives. Nope, not my pillow. They use white goose down. It's got a baffle box construction to it. It helps reduce cold spots, keeps the feathers from moving around in the blanket. 
Hand-selected. The feathers are sorted by hand. It's ultra-soft, lightweight, yet it's going to keep you nice and toasty warm. Here's the best part of all. The blanket, $90 off the regular price when you enter the promo code MikeG. Now, the pillow that started it all is just $19.98. That's the classic standard when you enter the promo code MikeG. And the My Slippers, oh, boy. You'll never put a more comfortable pair of slippers on your feet. My $90 off the slippers, too. So go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box, and with anything you order, enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. Or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034, like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. You agree with me that this is one big giant setup and that Trump shouldn't take the bait? He doesn't need to go back to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or do you think I'm all wet? Challenge me. Prove me wrong. Your voice, your perspective, your call, coming up. If you miss any part of the Mike Gallagher Show, you can hear all the important moments from the show when you subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. So it's time to wake people up before they go-go to uh, work or school or whatever. Morning, Mike. Well, good morning. Now, you know, there's a there's a story behind this. This, of course, there always, is... There's always a story with you. Somebody got born and died, or somebody yes. was somebody got over born. by a snowplow. Somebody, somebody got somebody, born. Somebody definitely got born. In this particular yes. case, that, of course, is a record by Wham! Wham! Which okay. was George Michael, hugely famous and, okay. and now, now dead, and this other guy. I've always it's Andrew Ridgely. How'd you like to be him? He's on this Who's record. Andrew Ridgely. Well, that's exactly my point. Because <laughs> in famous duos, and I, and maybe I don't know why I'm thinking about this with my segment here with you. There are many, many famous duos where you start out as a two man thing, and then one of them just drops off into obscurity. Like who in the world was that guy? George yep. Michael had a big solo career, but wham for great records like Wake Me Up and Careless Whisper. Andrew Ridgely is sixty, and I don't know table. Six needs more roles. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, No, don't do that. I mean, table six needs. He's probably doing fine. I bet the royalties are doing great. American Idol. Think of Ryan Seacrest. You remember the first season of American Idol? It was a two-man thing. You remember remember Brian Dunkelman? Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to Brian Dunkelman? (laughs) Well, uh, well, table six needs more roles. I don't know. But, well, this duo, both of us are going strong. Hi, and happy Thursday to you. Well, happy Thursday. You sound like a million bucks. You guys are both feeling good, I think. You've recovered from your COVID bout. All good. All good. My my test was clear this morning. My morning test. I'm negative, so I take Wait, tests. Why, why are you testing this morning? I had a little runny nose, and so I immediately ran into the medicine cabinet. I mean, I, I got the I got the funniest email yesterday from a listener who made fun of the fact that I was teasing you about being a drama queen. 
Uh, you, you talk, <laughs> talk about, about pot, pot meat, and kettle. kettle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, me. I'm. I've. I'm. I've got a. I've got a ventilator with my name on it. Although you know, on reserve down at the down at the. Uh, it is kind of crazy. How about and there, boy? Talk about people hyperventilating. Facebook and Instagram are ending Trump's suspension now. Two two years after two years. Yeah. Okay. Well, what changed? What? Why now? What? What happened? <sighs> I mean, okay. and, and that's not a rhetorical question. No, no, no. Give I, me the theory as to why two years later, as he's yeah. now running for re-election. Mm-hmm. I mean, you realize the left is losing its ever-loving mind over this. Yes. And I kind of understand why they're losing their mind, because if I'm them, I'm saying, well, if Here he was he so egregious that we had to take yep. him down, why are they putting him back now? Two things. Number one, they've been worn down. This is a rare example where we've just we've won a battle here. The Elon Musk takeover of Twitter yep. has shown what free speech can be. It has shown a certain uh, basic truth of life that you should let people out onto these social media platforms and let free speech reign. Let people like or dislike whatever they embrace or condemn, whatever they wish to embrace or condemn. But you don't muzzle people. You don't shut people down. And the second element is that he's also he's running for president. And it's probably particularly bad optics to shut somebody down who's running for president. But as soon as I say that, they shut somebody down who was president. So I don't know where Correct. that bar is even drawn. So ultimately, I, I'm going to take a small win here. All right. Well, let me let me let me go down the conspiracy rabbit hole. Let me tell you what I think, because there's nothing honorable about anything, any way they treat Trump. This guy, think about any one figure in our lifetime, and if there's been anybody uh, eviscerated any any worse than him. I mean, it's yep. unreal the way they continually uh, – I've never seen anything like it in my life. So no. I, I don't think there's any honorable intention. I think there's always a nefarious, uh, diabolical thing right, so with anything involving Trump. Well, here's what it is. Yeah. He has a deal with Truth Social. Already Axios is reporting this creates a huge dilemma for Trump because contractually he's not supposed to go to these other platforms. They're trying to build up Truth Social. He's made a... He's made a promise that, like, they're going to get to, I think, I don't know, 56 million subscribers or something by 2025. And apparently, the reason he hasn't tweeted yet, even though he's been welcomed back many weeks ago, Mm -hmm. is it violates his agreement with True Social. And so uh, I think what they're trying to do is force his hand and cripple Truth Social. That's why they're bringing him back, Mark. They're bringing him back to force his hand because what he's going to have to do, he's going to have to say it's either Truth Social or Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If he okay. goes, and, That's plausible. And, and he's got a huge, much greater reach with Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You see, and there, that's the exact next place I was going to go. So if that's the case, and if the, if, if you're Trump, the goal is be seen as by as many people as, as possible. And Truth Social is great. God bless Truth Social. It's a lovely place to be. It's wonderful. But it will never have the reach of Facebook and Twitter. Never. And he is much more out there and, and exposed to far more people and has much more clout in a normal day on Twitter and Facebook than he he would ever have right. on Truth and, Social, and he's so. not gonna. He, so it's a dilemma. I mean, it's a, and it really it puts him in a really tough spot because he's very loyal. I mean, it's his it's his platform. He loves Truth yep. Social. He's been trying yep. to build it up. But when you can reach more people and you're running for president, and 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 listen, they con- continually 
tout the fact that 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 he's got that he loved Facebook. Facebook not only was of important course. for him to get it, not only was it important for him to get his message out, yes. but fun, but fundraising. But, he was able to fundraise oodles of money via yeah. pi- Facebook. So it, it's not a. I don't think this is the win you think it is. It's a tough oh, position I, I for totally him to be st- in. I totally it's still a win. Think it's a win. I, well, you know, you know if, what I mean. If, I don't if, mean I'm like the, that. if I'm on the board of Truth Social, I'm not thrilled. No but kidding. Gen- for, but for free speech and for Trump's impact. Total W, Devin. What what does this do to to, to Truth Social? I, mean, I don't think it cripples them. I think I, I enjoy being over there. It's a fun place to be. It's a, a, a Trump's presence or absence doesn't change really what I think about Truth Social. But I don't know. So you, I don't know. Now let's let me tackle something that's really hard. And I didn't give you a heads up on this, but I don't know if you saw Senator John uh, Tester is blasting a bill. Republicans have introduced a bill that to me makes so much sense. And it's so plausible and so so reasonable. But then I had to check myself. Mm-hmm. Buddy Carter, Representative Buddy Carter, Republican from Georgia, has introduced the Fair Tax Act. Absolutely, it would abolish the IRS, mm-hmm. and it would abolish. It, it would get rid of income, payroll, estate, gift taxes. Mm-hmm. There's 23 Republican co-sponsors. Mm-hmm. The income tax would be replaced with a 30 percent sales tax <laughs> on most goods and services sold in the United States mm-hmm. now uh tester a Democrat from Montana has said over my dead body it's totally ridiculous I've got farmers in Montana it's going to cripple it'll break the backs of a whole lot of people yeah. and it dawned on me the reason I like it and the reason you like it is we're blessed with a good income Mm-hmm. And we pay, I mean, I pay nearly, I, I, almost half my income goes back to the government in some did, form or did another. You just, did you just project onto me support for the sales tax? Let me tell you what I like about every, you know what you know what, <laughs> you, you, you know you what I like you, about you, it? You, you do you and then I'll do me. Because there's well, plenty to like and there's some things it, I don't, but go ahead. Well, there's some things I don't like. You know what I, what I don't like? I, I don't like half of my audience that doesn't pay any federal income tax. Because the fact of the matter is about half the country pays zero federal income tax. There's a lot a of people making thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year that don't pay any federal income tax. Mm-hmm. There are people like me who pay tons oh, of income tax. Right, we get it's absolutely brutal. hosed. But, but here's the pushback to, to, to a hardworking farmer listening to me in Montana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mike, sure. You can whine and, and, and bitch and moan about paying 40% of your taxes. How much money do you make? And exactly. I'm mindful of the fact that I make more than, than the average person does. And it's not going to kill you or me if that uh, you know $500 refrigerator is suddenly 650 But It's also not going to kill me if about, I'm paying you know, 40% of taxes on my income, but it is going to kill somebody who's making 50000 a year and doesn't pay any federal income it, it, tax. It, precisely, which is why, who was it, Rick Scott, senator in Florida, set up a kind of a template of how to move forward in a Republican future, and he, right. he, he dared to touch that third rail, it and you die. I said, you know, maybe we need to have some skin in the game by people who are making 40, 45 grand, who are probably not paying hardly any taxes at all. Eh, maybe they need to. And he was just shouted down immediately. The sales tax, you know who else the sales tax goes and gets that doesn't pay taxes? Oh, I don't know. Uh, drug dealers, kingpins, because you soon, if, 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 if the drug dealer buys a, you know, $250,000 McLaren, he's going to pay taxes where the day before, maybe he was not there. He Huge pluses to the sales tax. What keeps me from being a big supporter of it is it's regressive. The person making a million dollars 
doesn't buy 10 times more stuff than the person making 100 grand. The person making 500,000 doesn't I don't buy. Think, I don't think no, that's no, not true. They, they don't. They don't. They yes, absolutely. They do. do you think you buy 10 times more stuff, uh, purchases, than the person who makes one-tenth of what you do? No, you don't. You buy a lot of stuff. Maybe you're a bad example. <laughs> you know, you're, the, you're talking to the wrong guy. Because if, so I, if my, I see it, my, my poor business manager, poor Joey Hudson says, you know, Mike, you just don't have to go through life saying if i see it i want it you don't have to spend money i mean no oh i got nothing i'll be taking nothing with me you can't take it with you among normal people the person but you don't think people make a million spend more money than people making a hundred thousand not 10 times more which is what makes it regressive the effect of a sales tax on somebody making 40 50 30 20 80 100 uh, it makes it a bigger bite by a function of percentage the other thing i hate i'm not sure that's true i'm not sure you're right about that I hate the IRS as much as anybody, but what? You think we're not going to have some oversight arm, some government uh, scrutiny into our lives? You're going to need that in order to scarf up all the sales tax state by state. So Big Brother ain't going anywhere. Well, you don't need but you don't, the so-called but, fair tax. But, but all of these different tax loopholes and oh, all those different I machinations, yep. it's ridiculous. I mean, but here's the problem. Like John Tester points out, like Texas, Montana... I mean, Montana, Texas doesn't have a state income tax. Yep. Montana doesn't have a sales tax. Yep. They don't even have a sales tax. He said it's a bad idea to put a 30% tax on everything. Listen, this may just go under the category of life's not fair. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've so always what do you think will happen. What do you, do you think? Because because it is indeed. And by the way, this was part of the Kevin McCarthy deal too. That the, was that this tax concept would go to the floor of the House. Will it live there, or or, or is it like term limits? Never passes which, the which Senate. Every, I think you're right. Which everybody says they support, but when push comes to shove, nope. not not gonna not happen. gonna. Have, well, I mean, Tester said again over my dead body. He said they'll torch the bill in the Senate if it gets that far. Um, he was on with Lawrence O'Donnell over at MSNBC. O'Donnell pointed out more most Americans pay more in Social Security taxes mm-hmm. than in income taxes. Mm-hmm. Income taxes, uh, the MSNBC host, income taxes aren't the burden they seem to think it is. What's your argument against it? And then Tester said Montana doesn't have a sales tax. It's a it, listen. I I, I love the uh, the conversation. Great, topic. great it's topic. a great topic, but it's, all, it's but it's almost one of those just debate topics. I don't know that anything's ever going to change. They're never going to get rid of the IRS. What I also hope never changes is Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell <laughs> and Ilhan Omar whining about being stripped of their committee so chairmanship. Awesome! Oh so my great. gosh! And they'd have no self awareness. They don't even look realize how pathetic they look in whining about it. Yep. I mean, hey, guess what? Go back to Obama. Elections have consequences. That's right. You that sorry? Right. I mean, and Eric Swalwell on the Intelligence Committee, please. Probably, a, probably a bad idea. Fang Fang wouldn't approve. <laughs> no, she would not. And listen, you you talked about conspiracy theories. This this piggybacks on to something we talked about a little bit yesterday. Yep. Now, and and I we don't need to make it every day a Damar Hamlin update. You you know the latest is that Damar Hamlin is in fact dead. And that guy in the in the box at the Buffalo Bills game, and and that guy making you know, the we you said yesterday we never see his face. Uh, the the conspiracy theory is that the Buffalo Bills player uh, actually di- has in fact died, and they don't want to reveal it. That that is making making the rounds in conspiracy. You know, our our former colleague Michael Medved used to have Conspiracy Day on his yep. show. 
awesome. And it was every every whack job would call him with a conspiracy theory. We first of all, the first of all, Demar Hamlin has been seen. I didn't realize that. I looked last night. I was doing some. I was looking. Who's, I was kind of who's, interested. Okay, who's, who saw him? There are some pictures of him smiling, and he's uh-huh. got you know, and and, and what Pic- one of his. Real? Picture uh, oh, okay. It's a fake picture. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's doctored. It it's CGI. It's a it's a fake. It's it's okay. AI. Have, you, have mean, we ever talked about what what are they called? Deep fakes. Sixty Minutes did a thing on deep fakes, and it was it was Tom Cruise talking to you like I'm talking to you right now, and it was Tom Cruise as sure as this is me talking to you was not Tom Cruise. Total I think COVID. AI, I think I think COVID thing. has messed up with oh, you, your brain. Go Google think, some deep fake YouTubes. Uh-huh. We can trust nothing in photos and. <laughs> videos never again well how, how do I this is you is this really you i mean I, it's this you, is not you me. talk like this mike is, <laughs> yeah, yeah mike's gone my i i am a clone hey what about the story of this jeremy renner more details are coming out this guy is lo- boy you talk about being lucky to be alive what first of all in a, in a huge snowplow thing that he bought very, very he's badly. got this gigantic snowplow Up first of idaho. all uh, in idaho he's got this beautiful is it tahoe i guess it was tahoe and his adult oh, nephew is in a pickup truck stranded. They had a huge snowstorm, so out comes uh, the Avenger himself. Right, and and he puts it in park, but it starts to slide. Whoops, he, he runs jumps over up, himself. And, yeah, he ran over himself and got and got almost crushed to death. Hope he comes okay, back. I mean, I, you know, he's but... Doing all right. I love, if you, if mayor of... The mayor of Dogtown, mayor of Kingstown, mayor of Mayor of Easttown. Oh, yeah, he's, and an Avenger, right? He's was he a, Hornet he's, or something? He's, he's, or Haw- Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Well, Hawkeye, yes, I hope he comes back. I got a tip, though. If you're a multi-million dollar movie star, yeah. hire somebody to plow your streets. Oh, that but, might no, be no, the that's, answer. But that's part of that's part of keeping it real. Oh, don't you want to do some of your, oh, No, yeah. you, wanna, you uh-huh. don't want everybody doing stuff for you. Like, uh-huh. oh, excuse oh, me, don't G- you? Jeeves, would you I go do. plow my back? <laughs> I, I got somebody raking the leaves as we speak. I ain't doing it. I mean, come once on. Again, you're, once again, you're a bad example. Bad example. Don't, <laughs> All right, man. Mike, Mike, uh, I just I relate to the common man, the everyman. That's yeah, right. Like, and you will do and, so and, on stage in front of common men, common men and women and uncommon men and women in Grapevine. March, it March, right? March eight, March April. 18th. No, April, oh, April. I'm sorry, COVID brain. April eighteenth, uh, Tuesday night, six sixty a.m. TheAnswer.com for tickets at the Palace Arts Center. Experience the, the magic Theater, in person. It's, just, it's this in front of your face. Who wouldn't love? An Who hour wouldn't and love that? Come on. <laughs> What's not to love? What's I mean, not to love? Exactly. All right, man. We love <laughs> Happy you. Happy Thursday. Love you. Happy too. Thursday, Mike Gallagher on the air right after we're done at ten on six sixty a.m. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.